Hello everyone and welcome to Captain's Log, an accountant's guide to the galaxy. I'm excited to be back, which that's a bit weird considering the title. So the title is Budgeting is Boring. And you know what? I can see why. Yeah, I can see why. Um, it's not one of those like happy, yeah, let's talk about it. And also there is the thing, if someone hears the word budget, you've got the, the seriousness of it, of what it means, because it's a big task, isn't it, in your business. But also then you've got the flip side where when you hear about budget, you hear about the budget, the annual thing where the Chancellor of the Exchequer tells us how much he's going to tax us. So it's not that much of a joyous phrase, is it? But why is budgeting important? And is it actually boring? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover some points. I've got five points that I want to talk around for budgeting. Please stick with me. You know me, I'm the captain of accountancy. For the benefit of anyone watching on YouTube, um, you'll see my background. It's full of Marvel and Avengers stuff. I don't do boring. So stick with me on this journey, please. And I promise I won't use words like stick with me on this journey. That's not a word, it's a phrase. I hate blue sky thinking and et cetera, et cetera. So I won't do that. I'll keep it real for you guys. I'll talk to you like a normal human being, you know, that plain English type of thing. That's what we do at Carford and Associates. So we will cover five points around budgeting. Then we'll go for a little bit of a, a chat about what we've got going on at, um, at the business because it's really exciting times. Genuinely is. And um I've just remembered some news as well. In fact, I'm going to scribble that down so I don't forget it. There we go. That is written down, which will make no sense at all to anyone but me. Because if you look at my handwriting, you'd be forgiven for thinking that I was a doctor, not an accountant. But maybe that should be my alter ego because I have got a, a Dalek behind me, the doctor of accountancy. I like that. It's got a nice ring to it. Anyway, I digress. So, number one, why should you take budgeting seriously in your business? In fact, no, not why should you take it seriously? Why should you do it? Because I can tell you that so many businesses don't do this. They don't budget. And I'll come to that in a point further on. But why should you do budgeting? Quite simply, it's a lot like sat-nav. So would you get into your car and embark on a 200-mile journey without plugging in a postcode or address into your sat-nav to tell you what route to take, to understand how long it will take you to get there, what road you should use? Some of you might not do that. And you know what? Sometimes it's lovely to get in your car and just drive. I've had many a Sunday afternoon where I've just driven, like in the countryside, Snowdonia, the Lake District, the Cotswolds. It's beautiful just to drive. But that's because you don't need to be anywhere. You don't need to achieve a certain time. It's just for pleasure. But 
realistically, we're not in business just for pleasure. We're in it to get a result. And the result you want is you want to be making profit. You want to make a certain amount of profit. And that's where the budgeting comes in, because a budget is very much like sat-nav for your business. You plug that in. The budget is your end destination. And then you can use that as a tool to figure out how you start to get there. So breaking it down, if you don't have a budget, you don't have a plan. And if you don't have a plan, that's dangerous at the best of times. But as we've seen over the last few years, and we're going to see this more, if you don't have a plan in, in, budget, in business, just knock it on the head because it's tricky times and you need a plan. That doesn't mean to say the plan is set in stone, but it does mean you need a plan because you can't change course without having a plan because how will you know where you're going then? You'll be like, like having an old school boat with your sails up, your anchors down, and you're just going all over the place, spinning around one direction, another, pulled all over the place. You need a budget so you have a plan. So that's point one. It's a budget is like a sat nav. The next one is, and it links very nicely into that. It's almost like I plan this. It means that you can forecast and track your progress. So you put in where you need to be at the end of a 12-month period. How do you know if you're making good progress? How? You like lick your finger and stick it in the air, see which way the wind's blowing. Yeah, that feels like I'm making progress. Is that a good way to be running a business? No, it's not because you don't know if you're ahead of schedule. You don't know if you're behind and you need to up your marketing or do you need to cut costs. So having a budget is a way to track your actual performance against what your targeted performance is. So then you can start to forecast it forward. So if I've done this amount of sales in three months, it stands to reason that there's four quarters in a year if I times my quarter one performance up, times it by four, I have got the whole year's performance. Now, that's very naive, but it's not. It's a good rule of thumb to at least start with. So you've got that way of practice, not practicing, of forecasting what you're doing and tracking it. The reason I say it's a little bit naive is, do you sell the same amount this every single week, every single month, every single quarter, every single six months? No, you probably don't. Because there's things like seasonal variations. So do you sell more in summer than winter? Or do you sell more in winter than summer? Do you sell maybe more in spring? I work with people that are involved in the fashion world. So they have the very distinct seasons and the big ones are summer season and winter season. You can't compare the two because they're different. So you need to adjust that within your budget. Maybe you'll achieve 50% of your sales in the summer quarter. And then the other 50% is spread across the remaining three quarters. Who knows? Only you will know in your business. But then again, if you're not budgeting and tracking, you won't know that. The danger is maybe you know it's upstairs, it's in your brain. But what happens 
if for some reason your brain isn't working properly. Maybe you're on holiday. You've taken your brain on holiday. What happens in your business then? Does anyone know what to do? If you're a sole trader, it doesn't matter so much because you've taken yourself off. But if you don't have that knowledge, how do you know when to take a holiday? You're going to take a holiday during your biggest period for sales. Hmm, that's not smart, is it? Just because it's the time to go on holiday. You need to plan it and forecast it. So that's the second point is use budgeting as a, a forecasting tool, as a tracking tool, so you can check your progress. Coming back to the sat-nav one, this is a bit like driving down the road. You've got your ways on and then it diverts you because it's noticed that there's a traffic jam up front. So there it's, it's realized that, hey, if we stick on this one, we're going to miss our time of arrival. We're going to be late. But if I divert him this way, he'll arrive pretty much on time. That, that, that is why you need to do the budgeting. That's the second one. So you can forecast and um, track progress. Next, number three. So this one is for your future. So if you've budgeted for 20, 21, 22, you've got three years worth of data where you can say, this is what I budgeted. This is how I performed. This is the difference. So you can see year on year what's happening. But then you can actually compare the years to say, hey, I've noticed that my sales is growing by 23% each year. That means that in 2023, I will probably, based on past performance, grow by 23%. Ah, heck, I only have 10% capacity left. I need to do something. I either need to stop marketing. FYI, that's not a good idea. Or I need to now recruit someone. I need to recruit someone now before I hit capacity. Because if I hit capacity, I don't have any spare capacity to train someone. So then you have to basically work in the evening or you have to chisel out those extra bits of time to, to do the tasks that you already had, plus all this extra stuff. So you can use the past budgets to start looking at future performance so you can get ahead of the curve. You can start to plan for when things will happen. Also, you could use budgeting for really fun things like how much you're going to spend on machinery. Let's say you're in manufacturing. You can budget to put aside a certain amount of money every single uh, year. And then when you need to um, replace equipment, you're not taking out finance. You're using existing money within the business that you've planned for because you've looked at past performance. You've realized how much slack you've got. So this is the third reason why you need to budget. It's because it then becomes a tool that you can look back on. And that means that you can then predict forward for how your business will do. And you can start to make some really smart, educated decisions. Now, number four, number, number four. <sighs> so you see, a lot of small businesses, micro businesses, sole traders, they don't budget. And the reason that they don't budget is normally something like, I'll do it when I'm bigger, or 
I'm too small to worry about budgeting. Here's the thing, right? If you think you're too small to worry about budgeting, you'll stay small. Yeah. Big businesses budget for a reason. So I've spent a lot of time in 2022, um, especially, but I've done this over the, like, let's say, like three or four years before as well. But last year, this was a big thing. I was doing a lot of corporate training, which was all about things like budgeting, planning and forecasting. And when I say I'm doing corporate training, these are um, five half day courses where you go into um, the likes of, um, I did one for the UN and that was in London. They take this very seriously because they're dealing with a lot of money. If you're a smaller business, the zeros aren't as big on the statement, but you're still dealing with comparatively a lot of money for you. And it's important. And the reason it's important is if you think small, you will stay small. If you think big, you will grow. I had a manager when I worked in retail and I'd expressed this desire that I wanted to get promoted. And basically, Darren told me I'd got next to no chance of getting promoted. And that was a bit of a kicker because I thought I worked really hard. I thought I was performing really well. And I challenged him on it. I was like, why, Darren? Why am I not going to get promoted when I'm doing so well? And he's like, because you're acting like a supervisor. Like, but I am. That's what my role within this organization is. And he said, yeah, that's the problem. If you want to become um, an assistant manager, a deputy manager, an operations manager, or whatever it is, you need to start thinking like one and acting like one. And I got it. The penny dropped. So I started to act like the role that I wanted. And guess what? Within a very short space of time, I got that role. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that I started to think bigger. And then my, my role within that organization had grown. So guess what would happen if you do the same within your business? There's a great quote from Henry Ford that I absolutely love, which is whether you think you can or whether you think you cannot, you're right. So if you think that you're a small business, that's what you will be. If you think in your head you're a bigger business, and I'm not talking, you don't have to think you're a million pound business, not at all. But if you just think you're bigger, you'll start to take those steps. There's a book, um, forgive me if I get this wrong, but I think it was Napoleon Hill who wrote the book, which is Think and Grow Rich. This is a lot about the mindset that you have. So if you start to put into place things in your business that bigger businesses do, you will start to grow. They do them for a reason. They are successful for a reason. So if you start to copy them, guess what will happen? You will start to grow. There's a lot of people where they kind of treat their business like a hobby. And that's fine. Like, I am not criticizing that at all. But 
do you want a little bit more out of your life? Because if you do, you've got to use your business to get you there. Your business is the vehicle. And the budgeting, it's not the engine for it, but it's a component of that engine. And it will make the engine hum a lot sweeter and it will get you to the success that you want so much quicker if you do it. If you want to have a bigger business, you must start to budget. I cannot bang on about this enough. Um, basically, people are wanting to wait. Don't wait. Now is the best time that you've got. It's far better than yesterday because you can't change it. And it's far better than in three months because you know what? It might be cool to say, hey, I'm going to start budgeting on the 1st of April because it's the start of the financial year. Problem is, you've wasted three months of potential growth. You've wasted three months of potential overspends. You've wasted time. And you know what? If you've wasted money on potential sales or you've spent too much, bad, but you can always make more money tomorrow. Once you've wasted that time, once that time is gone, it ain't ever coming back. So start to budget within your business. And I've given a clue there, budget financially, but also budget your time. Don't be sat at your desk being a busy fool. Right, I banged on about that enough. On to the fifth point, accountability. It gives you and your business, it gives you accountability to your business. It gives your business accountability to you. But also, and this is really cool, it's a way of giving accountability out to other people. It shows that you're taking things seriously. And if you've got things like a business coach and you share your budgets with them, they can hold you to account because they're impartial. They, are, they aren't emotionally invested in the business like what you are. So they can spot things where you may or may not be, be going down the wrong pathway. So use a budget as a form of accountability. It's the way that the, you can be accountable for your your business in terms of are you budgeting enough of your own hours are you putting in the work and i'm not talking about necessarily working harder i'm talking about working smarter are you putting in the hours to achieve that then you can hold the business accountable to you is that business generating you enough money for the lifestyle that you want the budgets can help you get that and then the other one is your, your business partner, or you can have an accountability buddy. Hell, you don't even need to have an accountability buddy. You could just pick your mate down the pub and just have a chat with him every Friday. But it's a way of just having the accountability and measuring it. So let's recap on that. Number one is it's budgeting is like a sat-nav for your business. It's the postcode of where you've got to get to. It's your destination. Number two is Budgeting is like a way of tracking your progress. This is spotting for the potholes, the roadworks, the traffic jams. It's a way of keeping you on track. And if you want to get nerdy, it's the Star Wars thing. Stay on target. Stay on target. Remember Red 5 Squadron Reader? That's the one. You stay on target when you've got a budget. Number three, it's a way of predicting um, the future. Because you're using past, past um, empirical, absolute data. So you can say, we've done this in the past. It stands a probable chance it's going to happen again in the future. So use it as a way of predicting and planning for the future. Number four is the one where I got on my soapbox. Big businesses do it, which means that you should do it. 
you're never too small to budget. Honestly, trust me, never too small. And if you think you're too small, you will stay that way. I don't mean to be hard on you, but that's the way it is. So budget because the big boys do it. Learn from them. Flattery is the biggest form of, um, no, it's not, imitation. That's the one. Ignore that. A smarter person would have erased that next bit, but I won't. I'll keep it real. Imitation is the biggest form of flattery. So copy the big boys. If they do it, you should look at doing it in your own way. And then finally, point number five is it's accountability. Your business to you, you to your business. And overall, it's a way for external people to hold you accountable. Also, do you know what? Banks and financial institutes love it. If you ever need finance, you'll find it a hell of a lot easier to get it if you budget and you can show your progress against that. Right. So that's why budgets are boring, except they aren't. Budgets are actually exciting because they can make your dreams come true. You can plan your budget all around, getting that dream holiday, getting that dream house, the dream car. Start at the end and then work it backwards. And that's when the magic happens. Great. So let's have a little bit of news, shall we? So this is what I, um, I scribbled down at the start of the show. Last week on, uh, I think it was Friday, it was announced um, pretty quietly, to be fair, that the UK economy had grown. Yes, in November 2022, the economy grew. It wasn't huge, but it grew. It was it grew by point um, zero, no, zero point one percent. It grew by, which is which is good. Let's be honest. It's been a pretty tough time. So for there to be some growth is good. The economy also grew in October and it grew by 0.5% then. So in two months, it grew 0.6%. That's that's good. It's not amazing. You know, you're not setting the world on fire with that sort of growth, but it's growth. And when you have growth, you have success. And that's what we need right now. We need some good news stories and we need some business growth because once we've got that, you'll start to create wealth. When you start to create wealth as business owners, we spend more money, which is good for the economy, but also we start to create jobs, which is great for households because it's putting money there where, you know, electrics, uh, gas and whatever, it's all gone up. So if we can start growing businesses, growing the economy, this is all really positive news. So I want you to listen and take that on board. The media at the minute, they're painting a bleak picture. And don't get me wrong, it's not all sunshine and rainbows and unicorns out there. It is tricky. But don't believe everything you read in a newspaper. Use your eyes to look at it. And there's a lot of businesses that are growing, trust me, and seeing the growth. So if you are struggling, you'll get through it. The economy is growing. This is good news. Um, what next? Well, we've got the training that we announced on the last show last week. Um, we're going to be rolling that out more. It, these are going to be very much bite-sized training. So you can dip in, have some boosted knowledge. It's not going to be too hardcore. It's not going to be too taxing on your brain. It's about just nudging you forward. I did a presentation last Thursday, which was about budgeting. So that kind of is what got me, got the cogs whirling about doing the show today on budgeting. 
And another thing that it got me thinking about is maybe I should come up with something that takes all of the, the nuggets from the corporate training that I do about budgeting, planning and forecasting and actually break that down into how you can use it in your business. Like how can you as a, a small micro business, how can you use budgeting to drive yourself forward? Because I've said that it's important, but maybe you just don't know how to do that. So I'm putting together a workshop. My thinking is it's going to be a half day workshop. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking if I put this on once every three months, that's probably good spacing so that you can come back and you can you can learn about budgeting, but also you can learn about the forecasting and the planning, how to correct it. Side. So stay tuned. Um, we'll drop some links into um, the show notes about the events where you can check that out. Also, if you've enjoyed listening to this about budgets, check out a podcast uh, show that I did a few months ago, which is called Smarty Pants. And that was all about setting smart goals. Um, and also go back to the, I believe it was the second show that we ever did, which was Budgeting Gives You Wings. And that was based upon, I'm not going to say scandal, but shenanigans that happened in F1 and their budgeting crisis. Um, so Red Bull uh, basically blew their, their spending cap. They blew their budget and it's had a negative effect. So it's just another reason why you should um, take budgeting seriously because Red Bull have they, they, they've rode the storm. Whether they'll be impacted on a performance point of view this season coming up, who knows? Um, you might not have that capacity to be able to ride that storm if you get your budgeting wrong. So please do take budgeting seriously. It sounds like a boring and dry subject, but I guarantee you it's one of the lifebloods to your business. And if you take it seriously, you will grow and you will absolutely see the fruits of your labor. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been Carl Ford. I am the captain of accountancy. If you've enjoyed this, please do give it the thumbs up. Uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, I would love you to subscribe to the channel. Also hit that notification bell so that you get told when we've done new videos. That would be fantastic. The podcast, it's I'm kind of blown away by the, the, the feedback that I've got. It's been positive from clients it's been positive from uh, just business owners out there and one of the things that's amazing is over the weekend i got a, a fellow accountant who messaged me to say hey i've listened to your podcast i think it's really great um well done for the content and can you give me some tips how awesome is that right so we are approaching 28 minutes i always wanted to do these for 20 25 minutes so I think it's time to wrap it up. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. And um, like I said, hit the, the thumbs up, hit the likes, hit the subscribe. That would be awesome. And I will see you next week when I'll have another edition of Captain's Luck, an accountant's guide to the galaxy. Peace out.